Nick and Martin talking toys. This is our podcast. We are making noise. Gather round, all you girls and boys. It's Nick and Martin. We are talking toys. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Toy Talk Guys podcast. I'm Strick, and I'm Motel. We're here to bring you everything happening in the world of toys. We're talking action figures, Lego, video games, anything else that catches our eye. On today's podcast, we've got a slew of topics to go through, mostly centered around San Diego Comic-Con 2020 exclusives. But we got a lot of Lego news. we got Mega Megaopolis, Megal- Megalopolis, <laughs> <laughs> Madballs, McFarlane, Raw 10, Super 7, got some Haunted Mansion figs, Mezco, NECA making the list as well. Tons of stuff to go through. we got some fan involvement, collection updates, of course. So let's just kick it off here. Uh, and I, th- I think I actually have the first topic here, the Lego Bespin duel. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. Um, it's it's more in a display orientation. It's not really a playset, so it's meant to just be displayed, which I think is actually pretty cool. The Lego's really never done many of these, and it, it is t- intended for 18 plus. That's like their new line, 18 plus, just for adult sets. And I like it. I'm probably gonna get it. I'm probably gonna display it. Um, it's pretty sweet looking. I don't know if you yeah, have a it's a nice major little opinion. it's a nice little neat set loaded with detail. I like it a lot. Yeah, man, it's looking good. You get a little placard, the 40th anniversary of. The Empire Strikes Back, I think that's what that is, uh, which is pretty tight, little placard there. I think that's the only, it, I believe it's printed, I think that's the only kind of printed piece you get in there. Um, but Vader's looking good, he's got his printed arms, and you get Luke in there as well, uh, with his Cloud City uh, outfit, which is a fan favorite, so. Well, I was curious, a, Do you know, does he have his, like his, well, no, never mind, I see pictures of it. I was going to ask if his, like, print for his body was, like, tattered or worn, just like it was in that scene, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they gave him any exclusive. I think it's straight up the the print that you got from the Cloud City set, but it's still like that's an expensive set. So it's if you can grab this for forty dollars, I think it's going to be tough because it's going to be like a pretty limited release. Um, it'd be cool to get. And the Vader's not exclusive either, but still, I, I think like that the build alone just looks pretty cool. I'm I'm excited to get it and, and build it. And you can tear Luke's arm off. Yeah, you can. Somebody somebody put that in the comments They're like they should really have put him in there without a, a hand. <laughs> But they give you the option. They give you the option just to slice it off if you want to. So pretty cool set. Not much more to say about it. Uh, keep your eyes peeled. Like at least with the Darth Vader bus last year, that was kind of an equivalent set. That thing sold out immediately. So definitely keep your eyes peeled. Don't let it uh, don't let it uh, fade too much. And if you are an investor collector, I I, I I tend to steer away from this stuff from an investment standpoint just because I feel it's like scalpy ish. So. If you want to go for it, I'm sure you'll get a great return very shortly, but I, I would say let the fans get it if you can. All right. Mad balls, mad balls, gross for one, gross for all. We play with a mad ball. They're gross, funny, yucky. There's eight more. For eight more mad Just wanted to bring to the cast um, the couple of items that did pop out at me. Um, these are probably like some of the most like hard hitting items where people are like going nuts for, I mean, there, there probably are in small circles, but um, you know, these are, these are the ones that just really spoke to me. So we'll start off with talking about uh megalopolis megalopolis that, that is actually like an actual, just like a retailer, like an online retailer, I believe. Um, but now they're taking their hand at making their own toys, which is cool. And uh, some of the toys that, 
they are deciding to create and release are these mad balls figures dude how these fam- are so so up your alley i know man how familiar <laughs> are you with mad balls i know we've talked about them on the cast before only through you really that's, that's it that's and it's like a squishy head ball that's like all you're kind of getting but these look like you're actually getting a body to them which is pretty tight yeah well i also included a, a link in there for you to review strick um these are based off of uh release or formally released vintage action figures called mad ball like head popping mad ball action figures i believe they're called okay head, yeah, head yeah. Pop, mad ball head poppers something like that um and you might have actually noticed them in my display case i actually have um a near complete set. I, I think I'm missing about three figures, uh, but I have I have most of the figures. They're all working, and I do have the vehicle that goes with it. The mad the mad roller cycle, I think it's called. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so just to talk about the vintage figures for a sec, they are are pretty rare nowadays to find them not only complete but complete and functional. Um, just because I mean, as it says in the name, the head poppers gimmick is them you know the little trigger on their back and you fire it and their head pops off and it goes flying it's like a bouncy ball that goes flying so um it's a it was totally flawed it was poorly poorly made and nowadays you can't really find a uh, a working one too easily that's like at a decent price point um ma- mainly like the clip is broken so it, you can't like set the the spring in and it, you know it, it or like the post that it that uh, it's supposed to feed onto is broken off, so you can't even put the head on at all. Um, and like when I'm displaying these in my display case, I don't have them locked in, like ready to like press the button and, and shoot. I sort of have them like popped up a little bit and just sort of like resting on the peg, uh, just because like when I had them set with the them locked and loaded, they would just randomly start like popping off the the shelf (laughs) so it wasn't it it wasn't a good idea to keep them uh set and locked and loaded like that so these figures uh were obviously inspired by those vintage figures and they look amazing they're uh i believe they they stand at six inches and they are fully loaded uh with accessories this time they didn't they didn't for they didn't initially have accessories uh for the vintage line and they have different hands you can interchange, and you can also interchange their heads. That was another uh, big thing with the line. You could put different characters' heads on uh, different characters' bodies, so they've kept that true here. You can swap out heads. You can swap out limbs. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, they're going for, what, $34.99, $34.99. You'll get you a Mad Balls figure. Um, yeah, man. And we'll, this is something we'll address a little bit later, but... Uh, Meg Megalop Megalopolis Megalopolis. That's they, a great name. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. They are um they're open for pre-orders now. Um, so they're doing it. They're doing this correctly. They're trying to um learn from other retailers, other uh toy toy uh, retailer retailers and outlets uh for all this pre-order mess that we'll talk about later in the cast. Um. Yeah, they're 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 taking pre-orders, and I don't think they're gonna stop taking pre-orders until like, I uh, I want to say it's like the first week of August. So like, it, they're still up for pre-order now, and then uh, apparently they're gonna like stay on top of it and let us know like all these updates, like you know how they're going into production, like when they should be released, like they're gonna like walk us through and just like hold our hand the whole way through all of this, which is a a big change compared to some of these other uh, toy designers. So I think that's really cool. 
that's awesome, man. Imagine that transparency. Oh yeah. Uh, so are these are these con exclusives or are they just like announced at Comic Con? They were. Yeah. Again, this is stuff that was like announced or revealed at Comic Con, or it's so hard to tell, like differentiate, just because like the con kind of already happened. So I don't know what was already announced right before it or during it, but this was revealed around the con time. So they're not con exclusives, but. Um, I believe you need to uh, get on ordering them now if if you would like them. So, gotcha. Hop, hop on to Megalopolis and look them up, man. I, I think I think they're probably worth the, the purchase. Yeah, man, they look pretty tight. I'm I'm trying to pick my figure favorite out of the four of these, and I'm thinking it is the Oculus Orbis. He's just yeah. reminded me of the uh, remember that eyeball from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's looking just like that. I don't know if they like stole that or, or I know I know Mad Balls came before that game, but just seems very inspired by that eyeball. One more thing to mention: uh, I believe the original run, the Vintage line, they only released. Oh boy, I want to say twelve or thirteen figures, something were around that. But I think initially there were sixteen Mad Balls themselves in the original run of the actual ball, and they, I believe, they uh, wanted to make all of these into figures, but the line got canceled. And they never ended up making a couple of them. So um, the Splitting Headache figure, that's actually. Uh, one that was going to be made as a vintage figure, but it just never happened. The line died. So now, in apparently in these like four uh, figure wave installments, they're going to be releasing uh, one figure that was never uh, released back in the day, which I think is really cool. Yeah, man, that's tight. And you could also just buy them all in a set for one one hundred forty bucks, man, for the yeah. low price of one forty. Yeah. Uh, I think I mean, that's exactly the same price you pay if you just bought all four separately. <laughs> <laughs> just save some time clicking around. I guess. <laughs> nice, man. Uh, well, I mean, these are pretty cool. Yeah. I'll, I'm digging them. Dude, we got a, a big announcement here from Lego Nintendo. We got the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System, officially announced. This thing is a set coming in at $230. I really did not expect anything like this coming out of Lego and Nintendo, but they are just recreating the classic NES with a little tube TV uh, for your enjoyment. There's a lot of play features inside of here. I'm sure you checked them out, but I just want to get your hot take on this. Like, like what, are you, what are you feeling on this set? <laughs> I'm trying to tread lightly here just because whenever you toss it to me first, I always feel like I'm going to give it praise and then you're just going to rip it apart. (laughs) I like to get an outside perspective. It helps me form my opinion a little bit more. This isn't for everybody. Um, It's 100% not going to be for everybody. I mean, obviously, this is geared towards, you know, people like 30 and up. Uh, It has to be because no kid's going to want this. It's 18 Um, and up on the box. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, it's geared. To, I mean, you know, it's geared toward the people that actually. I we mean, we really didn't even grow up with NES. Like we we were we were kind of like we were Super Nintendo kids, really. Yeah. Um. So this is geared towards people that are even older than us. Um. But I mean, obviously, it can be enjoyed by any NES or Nintendo enthusiast. So, uh, you want my hot take? I like it. I think it's cool. I'm a, yeah, I'm a fan of it. I I I'm coming around to it as well. At first, when it was first released, I was just like, what? Like. I think I was like most of the community where we ju- we just want a regular set with figures, you know, like that's what everybody's waiting for. And then it's like, all right, here's Super Mario. It's like the big blocky Mario fig and all these blocky characters. All right, now here's NES, and it's like, yeah, you're, you're we're kind of getting there, but we're they're not quite dancing. there. They're dancing they're just, around. <laughs> yeah, man, they're dancing around it. But and so that was like a, my initial disappointment. It's like, Egh. but like I've I've come around to it. It's 
seeing all the play features inside of it like you pretty much scroll the television and play i mean not playing but you can you can see like mario kind of hopping around and and it's it's pretty cool the the whole way it works like definitely check out the video for all the details involved but I mean, the the major thing, as soon as I saw the set, I was just like, all right, there's a lot of a lot of printing going on, like a lot of stuff. How much of that is stickered? How much of that is not? Dude, there are like two or three stickers in this set, which is so tight. Like awesome. everything else is printed, which I think for me, like made it like an instant buy. I was just like, all right, I got to get this thing. Like there's so many printed like the, the 8-bit Mario he's printed. Uh, all the all the villains are printed. Most of the stuff on the NES, actually everything on the NES, aside from the cart. I was going to ask cart. you, yeah, the cart's the one that's the sticker, right? Yeah, that's the sticker. And I mean, in real life, that's a sticker. So I don't know. I can't be too mad. And the uh, the thing on the back of the TV, which again is a sticker in real life. Like I think I'm I'm pretty okay with that stuff being stickered. Um, everything else being printed is super super tight. So this is one I'll pick up eventually. It's going to be a long time from now. It's just, it's large to display. So that's kind of where I'm at with a lot of these sets is like, yeah, that's cool. I would love to own it, but dang, it's like, it's going to take up a lot of room. It's expensive, but it's like, it's hard not to own this thing, man. It's it's very cool. Is this one you open up and put together in display or no? I think so. I mean, that that's how I'm looking at my collection now. It's like everything I want to eventually build and put together and display at some point or be able to like... I mean, half the fun of this thing is is building it. And there's like little Easter eggs in there as you're building, which is pretty cool. I watched some reviews, but um, I want to almost spoil that if like if people like finding out those cool. out for themselves. Cool, man. Um, but yeah, it's cool. I think it's collectible. I'm going to do an investment video on this shortly. I think that's going to be my next one or one or two videos. So definitely check out for that. Do you see people buying two of these just so they can have two controllers? <laughs> I, I'm wondering if like that would actually work in the build, but I... I'm sure there'll be one psycho out there that does that, but <laughs> I can't imagine many people will be doing that. I mean, one one to buy and then one to invest, I could see that, but not just to pop it open for the other controller. Right. But yeah, man, that's I think that's all I got to say about it. just like a, a quick review of that thing. Definitely check it out if you guys are interested. Welcome to my world from One of the other things that popped out to me... Uh, they don't get on the cast that much, man. Uh, McFarlane is putting out a new line of figures. Uh, you might know McFarlane from their Spawn toys. They are putting out a, a new line called Raw 10. And it's basically just four figures at this point. And it's um, a giant gorilla, like a cybernetic gorilla. He's actually a character from McFarlane, like from like the comics, like the Spawn comics. Uh, but the other three figures, like they're just totally random, and they were not—they were completely made up. Um, it's like this big old shark, this big old snake, and this big old like dinosaur raptor, like uh, robot. Like they're all, and they're all like robots. It's weird, and it's cool because they're they're intended for kids. Like Spawn is generally like adult collectors. This is straight up like you could collect these you could put these on the shelves they look great the details there it looks awesome but at the same time they're meant to just like you know beat the hell out of each other like kids are supposed to like you know smash them together and you know they're they're monster toys i I think that's awesome that they're that something like this is getting put out there they are they're really um dancing around king kong there with with the ape he's looking very king kong (laughs) yeah Oh man, I don't have his name. I think it's his name's like Cygor, but he's actually like a character in the Spawn comics. Oh, okay. Yeah, the other he, one's he's are... looking like a cross between King Kong and like Jax from uh, Mortal Kombat. 
That's, that's yeah. the vibe I'm getting. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, Cygor, Um, And then you got the shark. He's got to be the lamest. Oh, you think so? He's called well, Frenzy. That, Frenzy. From a, pl- from a play perspective, I mean, you're only really going to play with him in the tub, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's he's his got, natural he's environment. Them, he's got them opening and closing jaws, fierce looking jaws. I like those. So they, I, did they have points of articulation? Yeah, yeah, just basic points of articulation, pretty much. The, the shark actually has a, several points of articulation to like, so you could like simulate him like swimming, like his fins, his fin, uh, his back fin like moves, and he's got like torso movement, so you can like simulate him swimming. The raptor is probably my least favorite just because of the pose that he's in. If he wasn't in like like a weirdo like crouching behind the back pose, yeah, why'd I, they do that? I don't know. It, I think it detracts from playability because like when you when you turn the head all the way around, it's not going to look right. Um, <laughs> His neck's going to be like yeah, swiveled so weird. Yeah. That I don't really understand. It still looks nice. Um, Battle snake's cool. Uh, the battle snake and the raptor they are raptar. Excuse me are going to be at the $10 price point, and then Frenzy and Saigor are going to be at the $20 price point. And he is massive. The The gorilla is absolutely g- gigantic. So, <laughs> how, how big are we talking? Like King King Kong, uh, $40, sitting on the shelf forever, it, like big? He's or probably a little bit, little bit smaller than that. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's still a sizable fig in, in, the, uh, in the collection, though. But yeah, I love that they're like putting stuff out for kids, you know? I think it's it's just nice to see that stuff. I'm 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 always all about. I've said it so many times in this cast, and it probably sound like a broken record to some of our return viewer listeners, but I, I love when companies are actually thinking about like the kid, you know, as opposed to like, oh well, let's talk to all the people that grew up in the '80s and the '90s, and we're yeah. gonna sell to them. You know, it makes yeah, sense. Man. I get it, but it, it's just nice to see, uh, you know, them just putting out these big old gargantuan beasts that just want to tear each other's throats out. I think it's, I think it's cool. This is something that I probably would have bought as a kid. Yeah, man, they're definitely something I would not have bought, but you and I definitely have different tastes when it comes to this stuff. But I, I, I could see, I, I totally agree with you on like, it's, it's made for kids. I was like seeing that stuff too. And I have a, I have a similar worries on the Lego side. Like they released at like 20% of their audience is now adults. Yeah. It might even be more than that. And like that kind of stuff just worries me. I don't want it to ever tip in the, in the opposite direction. And all these 18 plus sets while like, wow, they're really cool. They're awesome. At the same time, I'm like, eh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm missing some of the stuff that's just made for kids, but it looks cool enough to be collectible like this stuff you're showing me here. So I, I'm, I haven't seen something like this on the Lego side recently, and maybe I'm just not thinking of the right thing. But, you know, it's cool to see on the action figure side of the world. Yeah. Is this something I'm picking up? Probably not. No. Nah, you know what that big old, uh, what the heck is his name? Cygor. Cygor? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Just wanted to bring it to attention. I just, I appreciate that stuff like this uh, exists, and McFarlane's giving it a good, a good run here, a good try. I like it. Nice, man. Uh, all right, I'm going to kick back over into Lego news here. This thing we talked about <laughs> on the previous cast, and like I was like, I don't really know how they're going to make this work. Like This thing is insane. The Lego Ideas Grand Piano officially announced. This thing is a $350 set. And going right in line with what I just mentioned, the 18 plus sets, like definitely targeted for adults. I can't imagine a kid is like, I'm going to put together the piano and just let it sit there. Um, but the engineering that went into this thing is really insane. Uh, it can 
the, the keys can move the individual keys can move and yeah. it like it kind of functions like a regular piano and you can also somehow through your phone and like a motor that's in it you can set it up so it plays songs it can pl- actually play like a few tunes like a player piano i think that's really neat um i know they couldn't have just like made it work without your phone maybe they could have uh but i don't like that the phone thing is in there uh sorry i should have given i, I should have got your opinion first what, what's your opinion on this now that i've already given you mine <laughs> i had to watch uh the video a couple of times when i was looking at this a couple weeks back but i saw um i, I didn't yeah I, I initially i didn't know the phone thing was a part of it um just like you know at first glance i was like oh my gosh is this actually like an acoustic like piano like if you bang the key like and there's like a different rod of technic in there it's gonna like emit <laughs> a different tone you know i was like no way and then they brought the phone on i was like oh okay well i guess that's still kind of cool um yeah yeah I, I think it's cool i mean it's amazing that lego can you can achieve this in lego it, it's it's absolutely uh you know mind-blowing um and then i also like that the seat can adjust yeah, <laughs> they make sure to point that out a lot. They're just like, and the seat adjusts. I'm just like, okay, yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's an insane, insane set. There are two printed pieces, which is pretty tight. In there is the, uh, the music that you get. And then it's also like a nice Lego, like in a classic kind of style of a piano where it's always got like the nice branding on the front of it. There's a Lego branding on the front. I don't know if I'm going to buy this thing. I'm, it's very expensive. I don't see myself really like aside from putting it together and just like kind of marveling at the engineering, I don't see myself really enjoying it. Like looking at it, I'm not a piano player. I don't know. I just, I don't think it's for me, uh, but it is a very cool set. It seems very collectible. I'm sure it'll be a very good investment. This is another one I want to make an investment video about. So I'll probably have more thoughts in that video. I watched, up. I watched one of Ashen Flash's uh, videos and he said that like this on like the release day, he went to the Lego store and like people were buying like, five or six of these just walking out with the pianos is that, is yeah that, isn't it like one per that. person no I, some they usually don't do that with like set releases uh, unless it's like something like really really crazy like uh, they might do that with the nes but um i don't understand why people do that <laughs> like i i know I, there's a lego friend of mine that does he always buys two at like at release and i'm like what's the other one for he's like oh, in case i want to sell it one day i was like why, why don't you get it later like you just got so much money sitting down in that set i talk about it in a bunch of my videos investing videos but like that's not the way to invest at least like yeah i don't even think you can argue it like that's a terrible way to invest yeah no i agree with you just just knowing like how many discounts come later you know and like when the set retires yeah it makes no sense yeah even just based off of retirement this thing's gonna be on the shelves for like at least two years if not three or longer and like you just got money sitting there that's not growing and if you do want to get rid of it it's like all right you're gonna sell for a loss like well before it's retired so yeah yeah uh i don't understand why people do that but anyway uh that's the set it's pretty cool definitely check out like the the video there's a video whole video about it i'll make a video about it so if you want to check check that out definitely head over to youtube and subscribe speaking of subscribers man we're about to cross over 800 which is really insane that's That's like a week in a week (laughs) less than a week we went from 700 to 800 which is considering the little ticks we were watching early on that's that's an, an insane kind of growth yeah, uh, to be glad, looking at glad the community's uh filling out here yeah very cool thanks everyone for listening to the cast and subscribing if you did over on youtube uh 
It's very, it's awesome to see. Super 7, man. This is, it's got to be a record. I think Super 7 gets mentioned on like every cast. <laughs> I'd have to go back and check, but... They just put out some fun stuff, man. It's fun to talk about. It's it's fun to see, and it's and it's quality. Um, and they're actually another company that that does uh, pre-orders correctly. Um, they they actually uh, uh, pre-order to make or make to pre-order. Yeah, or, man. However that goes, they they that's the way to do it. You know, you order your pre-order, and then from there they uh, order the amount that's needed, which is exactly how it should be done, in my opinion. <laughs> Um, it's just, you know, on the, on the other side of things, it takes a long time then after for people to get the pre-orders cause you know, things have to get tooled and all that and go through production. And so people complain about that, how slow it is, but it's just like, well, what are you going to get the chance of like not actually having the figure or guaranteeing yourself the figure and you just got to be an adult and be patient, you know? So, uh, what we got here is, uh, hitchhiking ghosts three pack from the haunted mansion uh, based off the uh, Disney World attraction, the Haunted Mansion. So they're looking pretty cool. I, I wanted to put it on here just because I have some fond memories of uh, visiting Disney World as a child and getting on this ride and it being one of my favorite rides. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with it. I wanted to uh, see where you were at with that. Yeah, man. This is, this was a favorite of mine as well, going to Disney World. And like... It's crazy how memorable the ghosts are after just being on it a couple times. Like at least two of these ghosts jump out at me. It's like, oh yeah, I remember them. The the one carrying the the weight, like the ball and chain. I yeah. don't quite remember him, but I do remember definitely the guy that's smiling. Like he he haunts my dreams, at least when <laughs> I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. That was easily my favorite part of the whole ride. And the whole time, I remember we I I made my parents ride it like two or three times, like uh, at least. <laughs> Um, just because I wanted to get, like, I think the first time we got it, uh, we, we got the skeleton guy, like the, the, the slim, the slender, uh, guy in the middle. Right. Like I had like an affinity for skeletons growing up. Like I, I just liked the way they looked. So I was just like, Oh man, I hope we get the skeleton guy again. And then then, like you get that like schlub with the top hat and you're just like, who's he, you know? (laughs) He's great. I like him. (laughs) The schlub. He's not spooky. He's not spooky. I don't think um, they're meant to be that spooky. But the skeleton's pretty spooky. But yeah, for those, who for those who aren't familiar, and I guess I just babbled there for a second, but for those who aren't familiar, this, these are the guys that appear at the end of the attraction. It's like this very like uh, cool illusion uh, where it's like the, the cart that you're in that's getting pulled along uh, faces in front of like a mirror or something, and this you basically look at it and you see one of these hitchhiking, hitchhiking ghosts sitting in your cab with you. It's really cool. Um, so it's neat to like see uh, these in figure form, you know, however many years later since I've been to Disney World. Um, it's crazy to see this stuff. And it's it's also crazy to see this stuff just like it, it being this weirdo Disney property. And Super 7 like has, you know, the ability to do this. Like you would think this is like Disney is like really, you know, clutching their pearls with their with their uh with their licensing. So this is something you would expect to see like inside the park. Like you could pick up like in the gift shop. I, I it's crazy to see that super seven just has this random, uh, haunted mansion license. And there, there they are. I think it's just weird. 
yeah, you wondering how you wonder how these licensing deals go down if like if there's just like a database where it's like, all right, here's all the stuff, and like here's the stuff that's not picked up yet, and like everyone just leaves this one alone because they're like, well, we can't make any money off of this, you know. But like <laughs> Super Seven's like, yeah, we could make pretty tight figures. You wonder where if, if it goes from idea to like talking to Disney first. That's got to be the, the course, right? It's not like Disney is like, yeah, here's everything, and here's what's not picked up yet. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm and I'm sure Disney even they probably just like, is that wait? Did we hear you correctly? That's what you want. Yeah, sure. Because I'm sure they, they, they probably think that we can't make any. That's peanuts, like to them. I'm sure. So, dude, hey. when you put this on here, I thought I thought it was gonna be the Eddie Murphy movie, <laughs> <laughs> like an Eddie Murphy thing. And I was like, I was like, I don't know if that's gonna sell, man. I don't think that that movie did too well. But these are these are cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so the next thing on our list here is the Lego art sets, and I th- these were announced so long ago. It's crazy uh, the time between these these casts. I, I totally thought we talked about these already. I did a video on these as well. It's the mosaics. If you haven't seen them, these are just so expensive, man. It's, it goes again in the line of like these are eighteen plus. They're made for adults. They're one hundred twenty dollars each, and a lot of them are like you can build all of the scenes that come in them. Um, but you need to get, if you want to build like the big scene or you want all three of them displayed or all four of them displayed, you got to buy one of each set and you're looking at either like $400 or 360 or like whatever it is to, to really build out exactly what you want to do. I just, I can't see myself buying these things, but let me get your, let me get your take on these. I was, I messed up. I don't want your take first. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay, dude. Um, I mean, <clears throat> they're cool. I think they look nice. I would never in my life buy these ever. I, I specifically uh, like the Warhol uh, picture, um, and I, I think like if you bought like four of them and you put them in that you know like a square, I, f- I feel like I've seen that art before, you know. Yeah. Like yeah, you know you know what I mean like the all the, like the different variations of uh, Marilyn Monroe, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like and- side by side and two on top. I think that I think that would look cool. Um, I'm just, I mean, I'm not a Marilyn Monroe fan. I'm a Beatles fan. I like the Beatles. I don't know. I I would never, ever buy that though. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I just don't know who these are for. Like, I don't know who is going out and buying. And like, when you read the interviews, like most of the comments on these are like, people are like, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to buy these. And like, what, what is this? You know, like most, most of the existing fans are like, not really into these. Some of them are like, and if you are, that's totally cool. Like they're, they're for you, but most people are like, what, who are these for? And Lego came out and was like, we're trying to attract people that might not be existing fans of Lego and try to get them over into like buying some of these things. And like, I see in the press materials, like the people that are like posing with them and like what, who they think the target audience is. And I'm just like, these people aren't going to buy these things, you know, like, like a dude that's just like into music and he's like got his records and then he's got his, his Beatles up on the wall, all four of the Beatles. I'm like, he's not buying these and putting those on the wall, you know? No. It's it's just bizarre. It's not, it's a, not at $120. Absolutely not. Yeah, no way, man. People are like, oh, like when people see the sticker price on Lego, they're like, oh my gosh, like it really costs that much for plastic bricks? And it's like, yeah, it does. Uh, so... <laughs> I just I can't see regular adults being like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, let me buy those. Uh, no, and where are these? These are only to be sold in the Lego store, right? Yeah, I can't imagine these are hitting any other stores. Yeah, what these... kind of what kind of foot traffic are they expecting other than Lego collectors in that store? The only thing that I can give them is like these this set and like the NES set and a couple of the other things that have recently been announced, they're hitting like way more sites than just like toy sites and Lego sites. Like like uh, tech sites are reporting on them and, and stuff like that. 
so they are widening their audience a bit it's like lego adjacent type interests um i could see people picking them up like like maybe just like a marvel forum or like a star wars forum people would be like oh that's pretty cool where do i get it oh the legostore.com okay cool i'll go pick it up over there um I just I don't know I just I don't see these being very collectible like I said I already did a video and I just said like avoid them for collect for investing purposes um I might buy one eventually just to like see what it's like but honestly I'll probably regret buying it immediately yeah that just it I mean there are some Lego sets where I'm just like oof, like that looks like just work yeah and that, that just looks like a puzzle that you don't want to put together you know yeah it just like those every tiny little piece and they're like it's nice and relaxing and i'm just like i just don't see it i don't see it being very relaxing um i no. i know in the architecture series which has very similar like very small bricks i get to a point where i'm just like i'm tired of this like i'm tired of the small little bricks being put together and i can't imagine just doing this like it's it's such repetitive stuff i don't know just not for yeah. me um, they yeah. do have a, a podcast that comes along or some kind of audio recording that comes along with these. So it is meant to be almost what I described to you where it's just like, is that relaxing thing? Um, yeah. They're really playing that up here. Uh, but I just, I don't know. I don't see wait, it. Wait, wait, hang on. I'm looking at the Beatles. Are you telling me you can only have one of those Beatles faces on the, on this? Like you're, you got, you got to build them one at a time. It only Correct. comes with one. Correct. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's criminal, dude. Yeah, dude. So if you want all of them, you're spending like $480. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's even worse than I thought. Like I was, I was trying to give that the benefit of the doubt with like, if it was like all four of them just in like mini pictures, that'd be kind of cool. I can't, there's no way like who would ever like just put up George Harrison and just hang out. (laughs) Like who would ever do that? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You could get away with it. on the other ones with the Beatles, it's like, yeah, who's going to put up just Ringo. It's like, oh yeah, there's, you wouldn't even, I don't know if most people would see that and be like, oh, that's Ringo star, you know? There's like, oh, there's a dude with a mustache. He, he, yeah, well, well. Yeah. Same with George guess, Harrison, you know? Yeah, I think George Harrison is probably the most forgettable as far as like the face goes. I think everybody else kind of has like distinguishable qualities. Like Even, John Lennon, obviously, yeah. like you'll pick that out immediately. But that one's yeah, easy. Get, Honestly, the picture of McCartney they got is not. It, does, it doesn't look qu- like him. Yeah, it doesn't quite look like them. That That's probably the worst looking one. So that just looks like a dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to just explain that to people. It's like, oh yeah, that's McCartney, and he's just built out of these little micro, and I, I just didn't have the money to buy the the other three Beatles. So every every month I take it down and redo it, and <laughs> it's a different Beatle. Yeah, I think I they just really I think missed the mark with these. I, or maybe they hit the mark, and maybe people like them. But the uh, I don't know if you saw the Iron Man and the Star Wars one. If you get three, so there's three that come in that. Like I'll just I'll use the Darth Vader. You get Darth Maul or Kylo Ren. It's the same thing as the Beatles. You can only build one at a time. But if you do buy three, you can buy a yeah. you can build a large Darth Vader, which yeah. uh, like that again, just criminal. Like three hundred sixty <laughs> bucks to just buy that to build that large Darth Vader. I don't know. I I, I don't like I don't like these. I I just don't like that they exist. And like you have to now as as a collector, you got to be like, oh, do I want this stuff? I I don't really. It's interesting, but I don't I don't really want it. Um, so I'm, I'm torn. I might end up buying the star Wars one at some point. Maybe it's just so expensive and it needs to drop so much in price. Uh, and hopefully it does. (laughs) 
Yeah, man, Mezco. I can't even tell you the last time we had Mezco on the cast. Um, it's been a long time. They, I mean, I don't know if you can tell by looking at this item, but this this is my, th- this is this is what, I don't even, I can't even form words because I'm so excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> they, I think they're doing everything right with this item. And uh, this Comic-Con, uh, this Mezco-Con reveal is none other than uh, a five points Ultraman figure and a Red King figure. Do you do you do you know anything about Ultraman? <laughs> nah, man, I don't know anything about either of these. <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah, so like, does it look familiar at all to you? Yeah, I've definitely I've definitely seen Ultraman before. Like the helmet is very familiar looking. All right, I feel like I've mentioned it on the cast for some reason at at some point before. Is there um, a Super Seven Ultraman? No, no, mm, um, none. All right, no. I, I might not know Ultraman at all, then. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you wouldn't. But Ultraman was something that was uh, pretty pretty near and dear to my heart for a while in, in my childhood. Um, this is mainly a Japanese... I mean, it is a Japanese property. Um, and the little exposure I got as a kid to it uh, living in the U.S. was a series called Ultraman uh, Towards the Future. That was... Uh, I don't know, 12 or 14 episode run, or maybe maybe it's even more than that, uh, series that ran in 92 uh, for a couple of months. And it did not go over well. I think they were, uh, it just did not go over well. Um, and they they actually released a toy line uh, by DreamWorks. Um, and I, I still have all those toys to this day. I collected them back when I was a kid. Have them now. They're they're like these big vinyl figures um, that there's like this city that you can put them in and smash up the city and have Ultraman fight them. I like the line a lot, um, and it just it didn't get um, it it didn't get the right amount of exposure, and it, it just didn't catch on. And I I get that if you can actually go back and and watch these episodes, I know you're not going to, but anybody listening to the cast, all these episodes are on YouTube. Ultraman Towards the Future. Um, they are so cheesy. I mean, it's like so Star Trekky. <laughs> It looks so bad, but it's still it's still fun. Um, and like these what, figures. Hold on, what channels did you have growing up? That I feel like every everything that you were attracted to, or every show you watched, was just like it was one and done. It never like no one ever really watched it. Like, how did you stumble upon these things? I mean, like I would watch. I mean, yeah, you just watch TV, and then you get like the traditional way. Like you see like promos and. Like, you know, during commercial breaks of other TV programs, and, you're, and you just see, like, I see, I would see, like, shots of monsters. I'm like, what's that? You know? Like, <laughs> gotta check that out. And, I, you know, I wouldn't know. I, I guess I'd listen to it, but I was still very young. Uh, so I'd probably, like, have my mom, like, tape it or something just because I wouldn't remember um, to tune in at that time. Um, so, yeah, I remember I remember my mom, like, taping this stuff, and I, st- I, I would rewatch it. I was way more into Power Rangers uh, than I was this, but I still loved it. I still collected all the toys. Um, but, yeah, so their uh, Mezco is, uh, yeah, like I said, they're releasing uh, this, like, five points line. It's called Five Points, uh, and it says it's pending licensor approval. So I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I just don't – I haven't really followed Mezco all that much. Um, so I don't know if that's like this is like an ongoing series. I do know they did like Universal Monsters in Five Points, which I should explain. Five Points, it is what it is. It's uh, they're making like five point of articulation action figures, just like simple bare bones, 
but like they look really good. So it's like a step up from like Funko reaction figures where they just, you know, they're supposed to look like Kenner, like almost ambiguous figures because they're just like not detailed at all. You right. know, these are like actually like nicely detailed and painted and they look great and they're just like basic figures. They're just basic collectible figures. I think, I think that's awesome. And I'm like super, super excited to see uh, what other monsters we get. Cause Hey, we're getting Ultraman here and Red King. And I mean, I don't know how, I mean, Ultraman, I don't know how many more Ultraman you can release. I think it's just going to be straight up monsters after this. So I'm really excited. Are you going to, do you think you're going to end up getting any of these? hundred percent. I'm picking yeah. up every single one of them, man. Who knows, who knows how long this is going to last. I'm, I'm picking them up while I can. So as soon as they, uh, they, I don't even think there's a price point on them, uh, yet, but they, you know, I'm, I'm picking them up. Absolutely. That's awesome. You said, what's the big old uh, Zilla looking thing's name? Red King? Red King. Red King? Dude, I yeah. love him. I love his face. <laughs> He's just like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm bad. Look at me. I don't know if he comes with a boulder. I don't know if you, sc- if you scroll down. He's holding a boulder. And yeah, stuff. I see that. <laughs> yeah. It's a big old blocky thing. I wondered if he comes with a boulder. I don't remember. I actually don't even know if Red King was in Ultraman Towards the Future. I think he might have just... He was in like other Japanese adaptations of it because I I don't remember him. Um, but apparently he's a pretty notable villain uh, for the series. But that's all my exposure with Ultraman. Ultraman towards the future. That's all I got. I know it's huge in Japan, and this was their attempt at getting uh, North American audiences into it, and it just did not stick. Dude, speaking of stuff that will eventually be in hand, everyone's favorite topic, the brickheads. We got yes. more brickheads coming, man. Oh, I just yes. I want this I want this line to end so badly. I just I don't <laughs> I don't want to feel like I have to buy these things anymore. But I have the whole series. So like, all right, we're getting Hagrid and everyone's favorite Buckbeak. Hagrid and Buckbeak, they're coming in a, in a two-pack. I know how much you love Hagrid. Yeah. He's looking pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love Hagrid at all, man. I thought he's he was fine. your favorite. How would you think he's my favorite? Because he's like, just—he's big no, and oafy. You know, I like Filch. Oh yeah, Filch. Yeah, that's right. They're—they're like—they're kind of like staff members together. So I figured you, you would—they have like similar jobs. They're both like yeah. groundskeepers. No, in you're a way. right. I do appreciate Hagrid, but only next to Filch. Yeah. Because Filch takes <laughs> takes care of like the the indoors and and Hagrid takes care of the grounds, so they they yeah. they probably have to meet like regularly to just talk about what's going on. So they're, they're yeah. probably better better acquaintances than they make it out in the movies, you know. Yeah, yeah, they kind of have a a back and forth rapport in the movies. Yeah, like but, a brotherly bond in a way. But they kind of like they have disdain for each other. That yeah, like like brothers at odds. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, we're getting Hagrid, we're getting Hagrid, and we're getting Buckbeak. I can't say Buckbeak looks fantastic. Uh, Hagrid looks pretty good, uh, but it I, is cool I, to see a different mold. I had to remember what that was, because I yeah. was just like, is that a statue that he, I, I just didn't remember, because it didn't, it just looked like a statue to me, you know? Yeah, the the hippogriff uh, from third movie, I want to say, Um yeah, so at the, he's a pretty popular character, the Hippogriff. Like that's a that's a pretty memorable scene, at least from the movies. Uh, and well, I know you didn't really dive too deep into the movies. No. So I was going to ask, what's a, what's Hagrid holding there? He's got his little uh, umbrella that he uses to do magic illegally. Oh, that's an umbrella. Okay. Yeah, the pink thing's an umbrella, and then he's got his little lantern 
for when he's going out into the woods. I thought it was a little snack for that for that bird. <laughs> nah, it's a little umbrella. <laughs> All right. So the, so we got those two, and then we got one that I really don't want to buy is the Monkey Kid, Monkey King coming out. <laughs> this is like just not a theme I'm like too thrilled about, but honestly, it's just, it's a, a theme for kids. So it's it's just the next iteration of Ninjago. So I will eventually buy this thing. Uh, but yeah, it's it's coming out as well. So it seems like Brickheads are going to at least they're not going to be releasing as many, but it just seems like a theme that will always be around, which I'm all right with. Honestly, like if they just le- release a couple a year, I can I can handle that as a series that I continue to collect. Remind the listeners or for any new listeners, uh, are, is this a, is, is this a line that you pick up and save or do you just like buy one and open it? And that's the you know, that's a collection that you're just going to keep. The brickheads in total, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I just have one. They're all, they're, they will eventually all be open box. There, there's a lot of the more expensive ones that I'm so hesitant to open, just because yeah. they're, they're like, they're more expensive. But, um, yeah, I'm not gonna get any of the con stuff. I'm definitely not gonna mess around with any of that crap. But, uh, yeah, every regular release, I, I will own after I get these ones, and I just like putting them together. Like I, I gave you one, and these are probably those sets that hit the right time it's like a 10 minute put together it takes you out of the moment of the day it just calms you down gives you that little sense of uh just being a kid again and it's i think they're perfect um there's just i just i don't need as many of them uh which is nice and i'd rather just have like the complete collection at this point so selfishly i would like them to end because it would just be nice to be like yep that's a complete collection i own them now um but i will continue to have to i will continue to need to keep buying them because my collector brain is insane This is, oh my god! These are these are cool, man. I'm I'm excited for these. Yeah, these figures are cool, um, but the whole thing surrounding it, there's this huge controversy with all this stuff. So, uh, without further ado, we're talking about NECA and their uh, new Toka and Razar action figures being up for pre-order. These are uh, mutants from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2: Secret of the Ooze. They have been long awaited. Everybody's been wanting uh, NECA, Toka, and Razar figures. So here we go. Um, I don't know how familiar f- familiar you are with all this controversy, but oh my gosh. Not at Twitter, all. Twitter has just been loaded up uh, with people complaining about not being able to find NECA stuff. And it's just, it's always, it's been ongoing with Turtle stuff. Like they just, they, they either can't get it to the shelf or when it's on the shelf, they can't keep it on the shelf. So you constantly just have just a, uh, people complaining, uh, just reaching out to NECA directly on Twitter. And then uh, Randy from NECA like reaches out and, uh, you know, tends to try to uh, not, well, put, put the flames out, so to speak, uh, on, on some of this stuff. Because uh, what ends up happening, um, they they put all this stuff, like they, 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 they don't have a street date for this stuff. So they, they do a lot of online orders like okay online ordering is going to open up at this time on this day uh be ready you know have your carts ready to uh, check out and then it hits that very minute and they sell out in seconds yeah and it has just been a huge headache for people and it's not just NECA I mean I think recently um Hasbro put out a bunch of G.I. Joe figures like six six inch G.I. Joe figures and they uh just released them and people 
went through the same thing, sold out in seconds. Nobody got their figures. Um, you would so think they would move to like the pre-order model that you were talking about before, you know? Yeah, I mean that's just uh, it, it does it doesn't work for some companies, I guess. I mean that's that's the way it, I, it really and you know I don't I, I haven't worked in retail, so I don't I don't know the ins and outs of what needs to happen and the logistics and all that. So I'm sure there's a number of things preventing uh, people like especially like NECA, who's you know they're 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 a smaller company as opposed to like Hasbro. So I have no idea what it entails. Uh, I, all I know is the system currently is broken. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, and it's filled with, uh, from what I understand, like bots that are just set up. Like oh, people yeah. just buy bots and they have all these different PO addresses so like they can uh, over purchase, you know, the, you know, get around like the limited uh, number that you can purchase. Um, they just have all these bots set up to, as soon as it drops, just auto, auto checkout like right away and all this stuff ends up on the aftermarket immediately and then it, yeah there's a couple things they could do man like they could put in like those bot checker things like right in the checkout process i've seen people do that the pre-order thing makes sense so you you at least get on the list so you avoid the scalper market like it's it's just dumb this is like yeah. there's so many ways around this yeah yeah it's brutal i really wish there were like hard street dates for collectibles like this like i just I, I would need somebody to explain that to me uh, because like, I know like DVDs have hard street dates, you know, like meaning, meaning like it's, it's definitely not released to anybody before this date. Well, like, like, like Amiibos, like video games, like stuff like that. Like if you show up to this store on this date, there's a hard release. It's a hard street date. Like we're, we've <laughs> waited in line to get Amiibos, you know? Yeah. Remember? It's like, it, it can be done. So I, I'm just wondering like what the issue is with some of these, um, smaller, smaller uh, factions here. I'm just it's definitely I, I uh, distribution and production. Like they, they don't have the same reach that N- Nintendo does with all these different markets. You know, this stuff ends up in Targets, some of their NECA stuff, and maybe a couple other stores. But even if they just kept it all online, man, you just you you order it online, you pre-order it, it's locked in. You're guaranteed to get your order eventually, and they just they keep you updated. Like you said, uh, who was doing it, Mesco or yeah, who, Super we, Seven? Super Seven, yeah. They just keep you updated and say like, yep, it's uh it's in production now. Yours is on the way. Like it can be done. So like yeah. they have to put forward effort, but if they're gonna just keep pissing off their fans until they do it. Yeah, I listened to an interview with Randy uh from NECA on some of this, and he's saying that if it was just internet sales, they, they wouldn't be able to do it. Apparently like they, they wouldn't be able to exist. They need like in-store retail sales. And that's fine. Um, they could do that. But like for the people that definitely want it and want to get it day one, let them buy it on the internet, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the issue that they're facing. That's with, with all those bots. The, the bots are fine. Let the, let the dummies that buy with the bots do that. There's going to be no market for them to sell all the things that they ordered because everyone will just be like, well, I pre-ordered and my order is going to come on August 31st or whenever, or it's guaranteed to come in the next 60 days. I'm not going to go out and be crazy and go buy something for twice the price. You know, like you, you, you destroy the, the scalper market at the, when you do stuff like that, which is what you want to do. And then you, you get rid of the bots in the process because there's no incentive to do it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know everything behind it, but I do know, um, like with some of these toys, NECA, they don't they don't come out and say it, but they they don't 
they don't want to oversaturate. Well, I guess they do. They don't want to oversaturate the market with these things. They they don't want they don't want stuff warming the pegs, you know. So in some in some aspects, it's like it's it's not an issue for them. I mean, they're getting complained at from their fan base, but at the same time, it's like you know they're completely one hundred percent selling out. So that's not an issue to them in that in that aspect, right? You know but you mean? want to strike a balance, you know. So are people complaining because it's just the pre-orders that are messed up and like eventually everybody can get it. It's just like the pre-order part is a, is a, a pain. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a huge part of it. And like I, and as I, you know, already outlined here, um, they're, they're correcting this situation with Toka and Razlar. That's, that's basically why I wanted to put this on the cast. Cause I mean, the figures are cool, but ultimately, uh, what they're doing is they're like, all right, we're going to listen to the fans here. Uh, put your money where your mouth is. Here are open pre-orders. They're going to remain open. Um, and maybe I have that confused with another one, but I think they're going to remain open for either all of August or maybe just this week. I probably should have. I think it's the first week of August they're going to be up. I think I'm getting that confused with the Mad Balls pre-order uh, release dates, but th- it's going to be up and you're going to be able to order it for a while. Like it's going to be up and you're going to be guaranteed that order. Like it's just going it, to, it's not like a, a limited quantity or I, well, I think it is. I think it's a limited quantity. I think it's like two, two per household. Yeah. Uh, but you know, there, there, it, it's, it's going to be like you know, infinity amount basically, from what I understand. Like whoever wants one is going to get one. That's perfect. Um, and but like the internet sales have to speak for themselves because they said they're not putting them in stores. Um, so if everybody really wants these figures and they're complaining about you know the current system set in place that, in my opinion, is broken. Um, then they can act on this, pick up these figures easily, and we'll see what happens. If this is successful and there's no complaints, then this might NECA's like, you know what? Then this is probably something that we should be doing uh, for a bunch of future releases. Yeah, because a lot a lot of this stuff that it has to live on the internet or it it, it has to be sold through because uh, like they're talking about putting out like vehicles like a turtle van. Uh, yeah. party van and like, like a, there's no like way a, target's gonna be putting that on their shelves no like a sewer play set there's no there's no there's no room to to have that stuff on there so a lot of that stuff has to live on the internet so even if they can't put all the sales on the internet they should put some of the sales on the internet you know exclusively just to you know save them from the headache so if this hopefully i really hope this is successful and everybody gets their figure and this is something that NECA can do uh, a lot down the road uh, with, with their pre-ordering because, I mean, obviously the system's broken and something needs to change and good on them for making an attempt, listening to their fan base and at least putting an effort out there to correct the situation. Yeah, man. I mean, it's pretty much everything I just described. They're like we were just describing. It seems like they're doing. Uh, and yeah. I'm reading August 7th is the last date that you can get this in. Yeah, like this just makes sense to me. You know, let the people get it. Give them a, a good amount, a good window. Open rolling pre-orders. Get it all in. And just let it run. And I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see the like not putting them in stores after that. At least for popular characters, like maybe regular Joe Schmo off the street isn't going to want this stuff. But yeah, um, at least for like it, the turtles, you know, like the right. actual turtles, it would make sense to put those in stores. And I'll so, tell yeah. you, a, a lot of this came from the downfall of Toys R Us because I don't think there were ever like big NECA issues like this before. Maybe there was. I don't think there was. But I don't think there. I really don't think there was. Like it was a, you know. 
they could just roam free in Toys R Us. Like Toys R Us was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, where's all our NECA stuff? Like, we got to stock it. Now you're dealing with Walmart and Target who are just like, they super don't care about this stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like in what, the back. Yeah, I mean, they're they're focused on like, I'm sure like grocery sales and, and stuff like that. Like stuff that, you know, constantly moves. Like nobody, they don't they don't care about if somebody gets their Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle doll. Like they, they don't care. I'm sure oh, yeah. they don't. They certainly you do know? not. You know, that's not where they're making their money. So, like, it, it, that's, that has to be where, like, a lot of these issues are coming from because <laughs> you can't find them in stores. Um, so, hopefully, like, it starts to live on the internet a little bit more and they, they don't have to rely on Target and Walmart as much. Obviously, there's still going to be entities and they're still going to be putting them out there. Um, apparently, they, they don't have, they're not in GameStop anymore, I don't think. They used to be in GameStop. Um, but I think they totally... I'm surprised GameStop is even around, man. That's that, yeah, like they're making it through. I can't believe they're making it through quarant- or uh, yeah. COVID. You know, they yeah. got to be one of the stores to go after COVID. It, it was already a, a failing brick and mortar, and on top of this, I can't imagine they're doing fantastic. There's just those diehard. Uh, what are they like? Red Red Card fan? Well, I don't even I don't even know what the the yeah. GameStop thing I, is. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, just go in there for the pre-orders and stuff. That's that's the only thing keeping them alive. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird time to be a, a toy collector, like a new toy collector, and I'm I'm so I'm just like it's like a a soap opera, you know. When you when you when you go onto Twitter, it's like that's all people are complaining about. It's like so many companies just put out their stuff, like oh here we go, this big announcement, it's dropping, here we go. Oh man, the figure you've been asking us for decades to put out, here it is, and I can't get it, you know. Yeah, like I I I can't give you my money for it. Because there's just it's there's so many logistic problems now, and it's on top of a pandemic, you know, like it's <laughs> it's just it was already there was already issues, but it's like it's it's almost like the exclusives. Like you go back to talk about the Comic Con exclusives, it's it's a pain in the butt because it's like you get excited about it, but I have to immediately start just like trying to like put a bad taste in my mouth because I'm like I know I'm not going to own this, you know, like I, yeah. I'm going to start trying to just forget about it. Cause it's, I don't, I don't, I just don't feel like dealing with this stuff. I really don't. And that's kind of why I tend to collect more vintage than I do, uh, modern just cause I can be in like in my own little world, just combing through eBay or looking at a flea market and finding stuff as opposed to like relying on somebody supplying me, you know, the product that they want my money for, but they can't give me the product. It's such a pain. It, yeah. We, we've, we droned on about it so much before, but like, it just it makes no financial sense to me why these companies do this where like either they're just dumb and they just mess up or I, there's there's unless Comic-Cons and like San Diego Comic-Con has given them a humongous kickback for like for doing these exclusive uh, deals. There, there's no incentive for the company to release this very small window product and then create this insane aftermarket for the for the same product when they could easily just release it and sell it for like, you know, 10 or 20 dollars or do a, a special promo yeah. i'm specifically th- thinking about lego but like any of these companies it's like why and it seems yeah. like more of them are smarter and they're coming around and maybe this covid type con is like shed light on all these companies like hey you can just do this stuff online and pre-orders and people will buy it in in like in the droves you know you don't need a con exclusive yeah and you're mainly addressing cons which is a huge problem but i'm just talking about in general with these releases like the, a company posts a picture of a figure they're going to release and it's just like, okay, how many hoops do I have to jump through to get this figure to like, don't you want my money, right? Like, why are you making this so difficult for me to just give you my money for, for yeah. that figure? It's insane. So, yeah, luckily I don't have to deal with much of that, but I, 
I could see like the little bit that I do, I could I could see how that'd be so annoying from like company to company because I'm sure like each one screws up in a, in their own particular yeah. way. So I mean, in summation here, like <laughs> I just I really wanted to just champion NECA's efforts. Like they're obviously listening to the fans. They know the issues that are going on. Hasbro has been totally silent. They have not said anything about any kind of any of these issues. So good for NECA for uh, speaking up and trying to write write the ship here. So. Hopefully this uh this this works out for all the people that want these figures. Uh, I'm not picking them up, but I think they're really cool. And just good luck to everybody. Hopefully uh this works out for you. Yeah, man. Well said. In a similar vein, getting over to the Legos side with, uh, this is like the rare occurrence where something like this is happening. The Lego Technic Bell Boeing V22 Osprey, this set, not on my list of sets that I would want to buy, but apparently people are pretty interested in this thing. It has been officially canceled. Uh, a few of these made it out into the wild and that has made it an extremely, <laughs> extremely sought after set. Oh, this is the stuff I live for. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> even though it is a pretty gray and, uh, not... I mean, exactly. this is, again, it's my the opinion. the most boring, boring build I've seen. Dude, it is, it is like, you would just pass right by this and be like, yep, okay. Um, it's a I plane, mean, you know? Like, Yeah, it's just a Technic plane. And, and it's like sought after. And now it's so highly sought after. Like, people are writing, writing me about this. Like, what do you what do you think of this? Should I, like, be going out for these things? And I'm oh, going to just say, it. no, do not waste your time. Do not waste your time trying to buy this thing. Because it's probably going to hit its highest price now. Maybe, like, I just don't see it, like, gaining even more after the fact. Like, I don't think there's... If this was, like, Nintendo NES and, like, they did this gaffe, like, sure. Yeah, go for it. But this thing is just, like, it's a Technic plane. And, yeah, it's 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 technically, like, a military plane. And that's why they've said that it's not going to be in production. A lot of people like military stuff. And it's, like, that rare, like, semi-military vehicle getting into Lego. Right. Right. Um, but actually, at the same time, uh, there's there's actually a little controversy around this. People that have gotten their hands on it and put it together say that it's actually um, dysfunctional. Like one of the pieces gets that. Yeah. messed up. Yeah. So a lot of people are like the rumor mill is running that it's not because it's a military plane. It's it's more of just like a it's like a what do you what do you want to say like a a medic plane or something like that like a search and rescue plane. Okay. It's not really used in combat. So that was kind of like a, eh, like a lot of people weren't satisfied with that response. And now people are like, it, they probably just went with that response, but it's really because it's of this one piece that really gets screwed up uh, when you try to use it a couple times. So <laughs> apparently Lego is going to give another response about it and they might come out and say like, actually it was because of this. I, I don't know if that, that would kind of be a, a rare thing for a company to do that after they've already made a statement, but who knows? Uh, so I, I, I love I love this man. I I, it, I get such a kick out of this kind of stuff, um, especially because I know you never have any business talking about Technic. It never oh, makes no. it on the cast. I know you don't like Technic. No and way, man. We're stuck talking about this set that's highly sought after because of a faulty piece. Yeah, man. It's it that tickles me, man. That's too funny. I'm just glad it's Technic, honestly. So it's nothing I care about. I don't have to worry about it. It sucks for the fans that were really excited for it. Um, but I just feel like there's so few that it's, I don't, there, there's so many planes that look like this. Like that's the, that's the thing. That's why it's so funny. It's just some like generic looking plane to me. It's just a, a random plane build. And now people are 
seeking it out because it got called back man that's the dream set man that that is the dream that is just like that is what you look for as a toy collector like just finding this stuff that gets recalled you know i love it yeah so i want to put that on just because people are asking about it but again like i I think i put my opinion forward um there's a couple rumors and uh like leaks out there that i want to touch on very quickly there's not much to say here but i just want to put it out there the uh collectible minifig harry potter series this is due out in early september just like the the full wave has been revealed it's all over instagram and a lot of a lot of lego sites uh so you could definitely check that out i'll have a link down in the show notes we talked about most of these already on the previous cast but uh, we got the rest of the figures that are coming and uh I don't know if any like I always ask you if any jump out at you, but I don't. I know you don't know a lot of the characters, but no. uh, I think no. the George and Fred in their winter outfits also are uh, in this wave, as long uh, along with uh, James and Lily Potter, which are the first time they'll be in, in Lego minifig form. And then there's like a Ron and um, a Ron and um, Hermione with Butterbeer, and uh, and then I think the other one is Ginny, who we didn't get before, but nothing like terribly awesome. I just I really wanted to like give a shout out to. Uh, James Potter's scarf piece because that is a new piece I'm pretty sure and that thing's looking pretty tight <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah that's that's the one thing I want to call out but I figure we we owe these like a, a little bit of a homage because sure we uh, we talked about them before the other yeah. thing uh, on here is the Lego the next Lego Ultimate Collector Series set is rumored to be the Mose Eisley uh, Mose Eisley set coming in at $350 releasing in mid-September for VIPs and then October 1st for everybody else this has been on like everyone's wish list of like we need this set we need this huge Mos Eisley Cantina set right. and I mean I like the Cantina they've released it so many times I they just really need to put different aliens in the Cantina and then I'll look at it if it is the same crop of like aliens we're getting then I'm totally gonna pass on this thing. Well, wait, the you mean when they release the Cantina you mean like it's just like the outside of it, right? And then you like you get like a wall with a door, and that's like the cantina. Like this is actually like the inside, like detailed, like cantina, right? Yeah, yeah. Like this will be in the vein of uh, Cloud City that was released a few years ago, where you get some exterior detail, but it's mostly about like the interior and like all the little scenes. So you'll, you'll have like the little space for like Greedo and and like the the image that I sent you is not the actual image, right? Um, but right, it's, but that's it should the, that's look the idea. something similar, yeah. The idea is that, yeah, that you'll mostly get the interior with like a full bar and like all the alcoves and all that stuff. And yeah, and that's that's what I'm asking. You've never gotten that before, right? You've gotten yeah bits and pieces of it. You've gotten bits and pieces of the bar and bits and pieces of like the alcoves, but nothing like this is this is the real deal. Like this is this is the full set. You know, this is the cream of the crop of what we can do for the cantina. Yeah, uh, and that's great. Like people love the big sets I, they're just so big and they're hard to display and put anywhere so i just i look at them for the figures and they've released almost every character major character that's in that scene aside from all of the um the random aliens so i have to imagine and their names escape me but like the two aliens at the bar that you know luke kind of bumps into and they're like hey what's the problem and then uh, obi-wan chops one of their arms off They've got to be in the set. If they're not in the set, then that's like such a huge miss. They've got to be the exclusive figs. Walrus man and doctor something. I forget. Yeah. That. Yeah. I looked it up for a video I did. This actually came out. This was in one of the videos uh, that I did recently on like missing Star Wars sets. And I mentioned that it was a rumor and it seems like the rumor is like even more true than it was before. And yeah. I can only imagine there'll be a land speeder in there, which they love including in yeah, like any dude, set. I was going to say, man, God, get yeah. that land speeder in there gotta get that in there i really hope uh we get the land speeder and get uh i don't know what else lame stuff they can put in there but 
it's not a set that I'm like totally thrilled about. I know like the whole community is like, yes, finally it's coming, but they have to have some good aliens. Otherwise I'm totally going to pass on it. What's that big lizard called again? The dewback dewback. Yeah. I remember you were selling those like pieced out, right? Yeah, man, they go for a decent amount, the dewbacks. And then there's that horrible, uh, I don't even know the name of it, but like it's, it's the CGI type looking thing that George added later, like right as they're going into the cantina that kind of like bucks up on, on its hind legs. I could, I could possibly see them trying to include something like that but i just i know that that creature is like so hated in the uh lego universe or the <laughs> star wars universe because it's so cgi yeah i know you're talking about yeah um so I just want to mention that quickly and then lastly here i don't even have a picture of it but it, it's rumored as well the next harry po- big harry potter set in the vein of the castle that came out recently is diagon alley so it might be micro figure scale and be really humongous uh people love diagon alley which is you know it's cool it's a very magical looking place uh I don't know. It's uh, the micro figure stuff is cool, but I'm hoping there's some exclusive figs that I'll really draw you. So no pictures yet, but I just want to put it out there that that is uh, expected to be released or announced pretty soon. So keep your eye out for more leaks on that stuff. Cool, man. And that's the news, man. We did it. Uh, So we have a question from Exterminator. In previous videos, you said to wait until as close to retirement date as possible holiday season but i'm worried with covid19 and the supply issues that if you wait until holidays this time you may have already missed out strict you you want to comment on that yeah so this is like specifically lego investing um yeah so i I mentioned this in in the video that i just released but with covid19 you definitely want to be picking up up stuff as early as possible there's no telling what supply issues are going to be uh, you know, further on in the year, it just it doesn't seem like it's getting better in the U.S. anyway. So uh, if you are in the U.S., I would definitely err on the side of caution. If you're around the world, then maybe you, you're a little safer. But, you know, I would, I would err on the side of caution this year. Cool. And then, uh, yeah, I think that answers that question. And then we have one here from W, which is a very cool name. Uh, Hi, I have a question on the new release Back to the Future Playmobile sets. Playmobile getting on the cast here. I know it is not Lego, but could you guys comment on it in the podcast of course that's what we're doing right now what do you think on uh, retirement of this set personally i think that there's not much playmobile collectors out there but it's back to the future so in europe playmobile is kind of popular with collectors thanks uh what do you think of this motel let you take the first comment yeah you don't have to apologize for it not being a lego question we're the toy talk guys so all toy questions are welcome even if it is playmobile you know (laughs) are you trying to egg me on So I have no issues with Playmobil. I, I played with Playmobil all throughout my youth. Um, loved it. I, I had a bunch of sets. Um, they, and they're kind of like the nice like mesh of action figures and Legos. I, I think that's fair to say, wouldn't you say? I want to... Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. All right. So, but the, the main question here is investing in Playmobil, which is something <clears throat> that I just... I haven't really ever considered uh doing um but i know the sets that they're referring to like back to the future and on top of that like the ghostbuster sets i mean that's that's new ground they've been out since like 2017 mm-hmm. and they're still they're still on the shelves like i can walk into any store and find them easily um so honestly like i don't know about i have no idea when sets like these retire you probably did more research on this than i did but um 
I think I think it's a really uh, good opportunity like uh, to uh, to pick these sets up now and then just hold on to them and see what happens because I, I think it could potentially be uh, something that will, will shoot up in value just because these are beloved properties and they will you know always retain their value. So I think I, I don't know if I'd go out and you know buy twenty of them, but I, I would definitely pick up one or two of these just at the because what what what's the price point they're at? They're like it's like a thirty buck. 30 bucks for like the DeLorean like I think yeah that's pretty, I don't think it's insane yeah that's that's pretty good I think it's a really, a really safe uh safe place to invest on um yeah and the, honestly like I, I've 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 watched reviews on some of this stuff and Playmobil really like spanks it like they knock it out of the park like as far as like um the likenesses well not likenesses but just like <laughs> what what you get like you know from the like the specifically like ghostbusters movie like it's 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 amazing like what they were able to give you at whatever price point it was i think like the the ghostbusters set like the house itself was like 80 dollars, and it's like chock full of like everything from the movie that you would want um so i think it's a really affordable investment and i think you're getting your money's worth so in my opinion i think um, this is something that I would definitely uh, maybe pick up one or two of them and just see what happens, just because it, it is kind of uncharted territory with licenses. I don't I don't really know what other licenses Playmobil has. I know they have like they did like a couple of like one off like minifigures like for like sports um, sports uh, yeah sports people, they have uh, Scooby Doo right now I think uh, and Scooby Doo right and then Ghostbusters Back to the Future. I'm not sure what else though, and I don't know what like vintage sets sell for now. Um, that are just like general stuff, like hospital, like said, or camping <laughs> yeah. set. I have no idea what that what what that is, but I, I think this is a safe investment. How? Do, what do you think? I'm with you. Um, mostly, like I I did a little bit of research on the Ghostbuster stuff. It seems like there's one Ghostbuster set that's retired, and maybe it was like a limited or short release, and that has like doubled in value. So that has me like, okay, yeah, it, it might do something well. The the thing that concerns me is judging retirement because like you said they've been around 2017 that's three years there's it's so difficult to do research on this stuff because like there's no databases that exist it's all like you you basically have to have this knowledge already so if you if you have it then you've got something rare in your head on like when these things should should retire and like you're you're way ahead of the game but i would say like if you're trying to get into it for the first time definitely tread lightly be cautious um know that you're you might not get a great return there's probably better investments on the lego side of the world or even you know just in action figures uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm like lukewarm on it to use our favorite phrase. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, we're always happy to talk Playmobil. Always, always <laughs> our favorite subject. I, I always crap on Playmobil, but, uh, I, I had Playmobil sets growing up and I, I enjoyed playing with them. Uh, thanks W. Thanks for the question. If you have other questions, feel free to reach out on YouTube. Uh, you can even email us at, uh, toy talk guys at gmail.com. And, uh, we haven't turned anyone away yet. So feel free to ask whatever you want and maybe you'll be the first person we turn away. So. <laughs> exciting stuff uh let's get into the collection updates uh, i got two things i wanted to talk about so maybe i hit the first one first here lego super mario man i got my starter kit and uh i i can't say i had the best experience with it off the bat <laughs> I, I think i i think i texted you right away i was like yo i got some opinions on this thing but right uh i think some of them have been like some of my concerns have been squashed already but Got the starter kit early from Target. They released it early, uh, and I, I got, like came in the mail. I was like, what the heck did I order from Target? And I was like, oh, yeah, this thing I ordered like ages ago. Uh, so I was very excited to put it together, went online to find the instructions, and, uh, yeah, the instructions are kind of a mess. So you need the app to get the instructions, and the app wasn't released yet when I got oh the set. Boy. So Oh, my gosh. Immediately 
you had to put to put it together by the old uh, the old noggin, just looking at the uh, kind of like a puzzle, just looking at the front of the box and trying to figure it out. And <laughs> I, I haven't actually gone back to look at the instructions so far, but I think I did it pretty well. I think like I pretty much put it together just fine. Um, and then I went to play with it, and uh, it's not super fun. I'll say that. I'm honestly, obviously, I'm not a kid, um, but I just I don't see people having a lot of fun with this. You know, it's it's neat, it's novel, it's different, but it wasn't like, oh, I got to play that again. I got to get in there again and play that again. Like it's it, you do it and you're like, OK, that's kind of neat. And then you're done. So, yeah, I, I still don't have an amazing grasp on exactly what it does. I mean, I get the general idea, but specifically, like, I don't understand what exactly you're supposed to be doing. So the, the gist is, uh, at least with the you need the starter kit, the starter cut kit comes with a start uh, tile and an end tile and you scan Mario on the start tile and then the timer starts so I think you get like a minute to right. go and you're just trying to hop through your little made level and collect as many coins as possible it's all about collecting coins okay. so you hop on the Goomba he gives you a coin you hop on the little question mark block you get like a coin or two or whatever there's there doesn't seem to be any like recognition that you've done the thing already so I, I could just hop on Goomba all day long and just get as many coins as like pretty much just like mash the a button for equivalency and like a, a video game but like just mash on him and just try to get as many coins as possible and then get Mario to the end so there's a lot of like if you're playing with like kids or like kids are playing together it's gonna be a lot of like uh like trust or like you know this is the way we're playing a lot of like ground rules set at the beginning like you can't hop on Goomba more than once um some of the some of it is like it works pretty well some of it like doesn't quite work well like the one thing that really is hilarious to me is if you hit what is it like the mushroom off a little bit and you hit like red then mario thinks he's on fire and then he's gonna like lose some life so it's it's not quite perfect in execution it it's it's amazing uh like the mario figure is hilarious to me he's really cool but I don't know. Like, I just, I'm not excited to play it with anybody. Like, like obviously, like, my son, when he grows up and can play with it, like, I don't see us having a, a lot of fun. I'd rather just play the video game at could the end of the it, day. Could you see it being fun if you had all the sets together? Like, is, is adding, is, I mean, obviously, that's going to add a little more value to it, right? I don't think so. Like, just making a big old long course? <laughs> yeah. I guess there's fun in the course building and, like, mixing stuff around, but... The, the the main gameplay it's there's it's not skill based so you're just like oh well any any old person can just take mario and smash him on top of a goomba you know it's not like oh it's tricky to get around the fire no you just lift him with your hand and you just hover you just completely lift him over the fire there's no chance that you're going to land in the fire <laughs> if you just lift him up you know so all the skill of platforming goes away there's nothing it's just like oh i can bounce around to all these areas and it's basically just like a memory game it's just like okay well he needs to go here and hit this and how you don't even get points for doing it fast it's just like you you collect as many coins as you can in 60 seconds and you can do multiple things at the same time so i could just bounce on bowser jr who gives you the most coins i think as many times as i want and then hmm. then i end on the flagpole so that was a little disappointing honestly like i thought there'd be a little bit more to it like you can't hit goomba more than once or like you have to do things in order but yeah i guess it is what it is you know they did what they could i just don't see it being super popular after maybe the first wave is released i don't i don't see it really taking off like oh my gosh it's a new amiibo or something like that like where people are gung-ho about it so a uh, little bit of a letdown and I, I think most people saw that coming but i'm sure people are just sort of like going through the motions like Oh, this is nice, but where are the minifigures? Yeah, I mean that's that's everyone's first comment, and like I mentioned that in the NES section when we talked about is it, like 
when this first came out, people were like, I hope this is not all that we're getting. Like this is, this is definitely not what I want. Um, the, the Mario is cool. I like him. He's, he's a really cool fig. I, I'm back and forth on whether I'm going to get the brick built stuff. I'll probably wait at least like a half a year to a year to start to hear rumors about minifig scale stuff because if they if they're releasing yeah. minifig scale stuff i'm just like yeah i'm not getting any of this stuff like well this exactly stuff that's probably why they're doing it right because they wanted to release all this garbage and if because if anybody <laughs> even smelled minifigures on the horizon it's like well what am i doing with this you know mm-hmm. so they're doing yeah. it right yeah so hopefully uh this stuff is still on shelves by the time minifigs are get announced or released they, i mean they got to do minifigs they don't do minifigs it's like the biggest mess up and and toy history i would say yeah biggest kerfuffle <laughs> kerfuffle yeah all right uh i want to sec i want to save my my last piece for after you talk about what do you got zany zones zany, zany zones, zones. <laughs> what is this <laughs> zany zones man 1991 hot wheels under under a hot the hot wheels brand called zany zones give you give you a look at those yeah man, i don't know if they're looking I'm, pretty cool I would imagine not many people listening to this cast have any idea what these are, uh, but these are something that I hold near and dear to my heart because uh, I I had them all as a kid. Um, I I always just I always found like this weird like just just weird these weird lines that like nobody was ever looking at, um, and I just sort of like just. I'd, I'd I'd love them, you know. I'd, I'd care for them, and I just love them. You know? <laughs> That's what I mentioned before. It's like, how did you find this stuff? Like, we're, like I would never think twice of looking at this, you know? Yeah, no, I know. Um, yeah, so it's weird. It's like under Mattel's Hot Wheels brand, it's Zany Zones. They're like these uh, little, uh, little. I don't know, like maybe inch, two inch figures uh, that sit in. Uh, you put them in these uh, cars, and it's like the gross out era of the nineties. So like they're all kind of like looking real weird and stitched up and gross and, um, and they're zany to, you know, for lack of a better word. Um, and you put them in their cars and they stand in their cars. And when you push them, when you push the car along the car, uh, they all have like different little action features. So, um, there's like this dentist character that goes in like this, uh, jaw, basically like you know like teeth like like false teeth on wheels so as he's sitting in the car like the the teeth chatter like they go up and down that's pretty cool it's pretty cool but the obviously the selling feature for me are all the little minifigures that you get um they're 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 pretty pretty cool looking um and uh i've been trying to track down a a complete set because i ended up selling mine uh several years ago and i kind of regret it so trying to track down a complete set of six um I'm obviously looking for the cars, but I'm kind of just keeping my eyes peeled for just the figures because that's kind of what I want to put on my shelf. Dude, zany zone. So, so, so you picked up uh, Dr. Teeth, you said? No, nah, I picked up... Um, or Dr. Decay, it's, excuse it's, me. Yeah, Dr. Decay. It's funny. <laughs> I actually I, I bought a, 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 a lot of vintage toys off of eBay a while ago, and it had like two or three of just the vehicles in them. And I was like, oh, maybe somebody wants to buy these. No, nobody wanted to buy them, so I took them off eBay. Um, and I was just like, well, you know, I'll just hang on to them. And, uh, you know, maybe down the line I'll find the figures for them. So I've been trying to find the figures, and I found the figures for a couple of them. So I'm still on the lookout for a couple of figures. Um, it's a small market. There aren't really that many listed on eBay, <laughs> if you can imagine. So it's kind of difficult because I'm also I also don't want to pay like you know 25 or 30 bucks for one that's brand new in the package I'm looking for stuff loose and there's really not too much loose on eBay so 
it's a little difficult, but it, we're, we're getting there. One thing I wanted to talk to you about, and it's more like advice. I just want some advice from you or just like talk, talk me out of something. And uh, this gets into like getting like kind of being that crazy collector brain. I am going down a rabbit hole with this minifig collecting that I thought would be easier and nicer uh, to kind of do. Because like, yeah, you know, they're smaller, they're easier to get, and it's not as expensive as trying to get all the sets. But geez, like I, I can't stop myself from wanting like almost every minifigure that's ever been released. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I'm, I'm looking at like I'm looking at the Star Wars line, and I'm just like, well, I want to collect these Star Wars figures that are coming out, and I'm just like, well, let me look at like the vintage ones and see what's come before, and the prices start getting pretty ridiculous. Um, the, but I'm, I'm like looking at it like, well, I would, I would like the full series, and if I get the, all the Star Wars, then I would like all the Marvel ones. Um, and if I get all the Marvel ones, then I would like all the, like the random weirdo lines like SpongeBob and stuff like that. So I'm just not quite sure what to do where, where it stops <laughs> where it stops where does it end yeah it um, sounds like uh who, who are you supposed to invite to your wedding it's like well if you invite this person you gotta invite this person <laughs> like where, where does it end yeah that's that's kind of where i'm at and i the, and then there's also the sets that a lot of them that we mentioned that I would, I would love to collect and you know be able to build with like oliver one day you know yeah but uh i don't know just like i, I don't know if i should just set a budget and figure out what fits in that budget like monthly um and just kind of plan from there or should i just like forgo the minifig stuff i don't like i'm I'm really struggling on like what i want to collect like i thought i knew i thought i was like all right this is it this is what i'm doing and then as i'm like adding stuff on i'm like well this, this is getting insane like am i going to be able to only collect the minifigs that i'm remotely interested in you know are you just talking about star wars or are these are there other licenses that you're talking about Nah, it's like blending in another other stuff now. Well, so that's, like, that's my advice then. I mean, that's you got to stick to properties that you absolutely love and can't live without. So I, I would stick to your favorite properties and really hit those hard. You know? Yeah, there's like I think I think you run into this too, where it's just like that goofy line where you're just like, ah, this stuff is just so weird that I want it. You know, it's just like it's the weird stuff that you're like they're they're not gonna do this again. Uh, like the example I'm coming up with is uh, what are the, like the hidden side stuff yeah. where I'm like, like the whole line is about to be retired. I heard, rumor, yeah. <laughs> yeah, rumor to be retired. And I'm just like, that stuff is like really cool looking. Like at least the figures are really cool. Oh and I, man, look, look, look at you, man. I'm pretty sure a couple casts back you were poo pooing on this and I was, I was saying dude, I like it. I'm not going to defend the sets. The sets are like, <laughs> I don't, I don't like what they're doing, but, and obviously it didn't work cause they're canceling it. Right, but I know, uh, but the, I mean, there's a few that make my investing video that I think you should check out, but yeah. the, the figures themselves are tight. Like they're, they're pretty cool looking and I don't want to get in a situation where it's like, I want that stuff later and now I'm paying insane prices for it because I didn't get it while it was dirt cheap. You know, like all that stuff is just dirt cheap right now. Yep. And I, th- I think as I'm at, I, this is kind of what I wanted to do. I wanted to throw it at the wall see what you thought. And then I'd, I'd eventually come to the thought myself. I think I'm just going to get the stuff that's out on the shelves now that I'm remotely interested in and kind of spend my money there and then slowly get the retired stuff. Cause that's, Dude, that stuff is not growing in value. Exactly. That's exact. I mean, that's what we're doing anyway with, um, I, I knew you were going to regret selling your original run of, uh, Lego minifigure blind bags. I knew you were going to regret selling that stuff. And I, yeah. I, I, and I know you regret it. So that's what I'm trying to help you out with, which by the way, it's your birthday present is like months overdue. Cause we haven't seen each other, <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's definitely something to add there to that collection, but yeah, I'm trying to help you out and, uh, just piece that, uh, collection back together. Cause I know that's just something that, you know, you, you totally 
are just regretting having sold. So yeah, hundred percent. I think you should pick stuff up now and then uh, slowly add to your collection uh, over time uh, with bigger expensive purchases that uh, are on the aftermarket now. Nice man. I'm I'm glad I put that on here. We could talk through it. I, I'm I'm sure I'm not alone, and and there's tons of collectors out there that run into the same thing that you just you want to get it all and you just it's it it seems so doable and then it quickly gets overwhelming then it quickly feels like work and something that's unachievable but yeah. I like the way you set it out there yeah, so like get, get what you can now and then you know get this all the vintage stuff later yeah, i would not panic by by any means yeah and i think that's what i was doing i was like well i can just like i, I bought like I, I own the entire simpsons series now which is not huge but like every simpsons figure that was released yeah. and I could wait on that stuff, you know, it ended up being like, you know, close to a hundred bucks to get it all. And that would have been better served to get like the stuff that's out now. That's more affordable, like the hidden side stuff. So, all right, man, I'm glad we talked through that. Awesome. All right. What else we got? Is that it? Are you telling me that's it? I think that's it. I think, uh, multiple breaks later and and we're done, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that's going to be a fun one, fun one to chop up for you. Oh, whatever. I think this was a good one. Yeah, I think so too. So that's going to do it for us today. If you would like to stay up to date on all things Toy Talk, guys, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and definitely check us out on YouTube. We're definitely pushing out that content there. Community is really growing over on that side. Just search for the Toy Talk guys on any of those platforms and you'll find us. Don't forget to leave a review in your podcast app and don't be afraid to tell a friend and get them to uh, listen to the podcast as well. Thanks for listening and we hope to see you again next time. Talk.